Welcome, welcome back to the uh, latest episode on parental therapy. Today we are talking a topic that I know we all experience this or have experienced it. And what we're talking about today, toxic family members. We're talking about individuals that are close to us, again, family members or friends who have abusive relationships. We're talking about those who deal with addiction. We are talking about those who attempt to gaslight us. And one thing you've heard me talk many times, those who do not understand the importance of a balanced relationship. So let's get the admin out the way. Welcome, parental therapy. As you've heard me say in the beginning of every video, I'm not your therapist. I'm not a psychologist. What I am, I'm your friend. I'm going to give it to you straight on parental therapy. So again, I appreciate all of you who are taking the time to watch this video. I would just say, if you haven't, hit that subscribe button. It doesn't cost you a thing. Hit the like button. Leave a comment. Let me know what you think about the videos. Let me know if you'd like to see something different. Give me some feedback. I mean, maybe you've dealt with the topic that we're talking about. Maybe you have, you know, a technique to really try to solve or mitigate some of the challenges that come with along with it. I truly would appreciate hearing from you. So leave those comments. And again, let's get it started. So when we're talking about these toxic family members, I mean, my goodness, if we are talking addiction, what does that mean? It's not just drug addiction. We have family members who are addicted to gambling. We have family members who are addicted to social media, overspending. I would just encourage you to think of really any type of vice that they have ultimately has more control over them than they have control over it. Let's think about those abusive relationships. That could be mental abuse, physical abuse, or both. Again, when you are dealing with a family member or friend who is an abuser, that transcends relationships. So again, you may not be the intended victim of that abuse, but by having regular interaction with that abusive person, that abusive nature is going to take a toll on you. The unbalanced relationships, takers versus givers, you know, and being involved with someone who just doesn't understand that balance. Anytime they reach out, it's because they're trying to pull from you, whether it's understanding, whether it's just to dump, you know, all of their mental uh, problems on you. And at no time are they even thinking for a second how you're doing, what the impact is of you. And that's really a, a good sign in identifying someone uh, with an abusive tendency. Let's think of gaslighters. I mean, that's a term that's really come up in recent years that is so used now, but a lot of people I still think just don't understand the term. So when we're talking about gaslighting, we're talking about someone who is manipulating the truth to benefit them. It may be you directly, it may be someone else, but they're remembering things different from how you remember them. You know, whether they're denying facts, whether they are trying to manipulate you. You know, it could be to attempt to doubt your memory, your judgment, your experiences. And these aren't just limited to personal relationships. These could be professional relationships, social relationships, and ultimately they will uh, have an impact to your own mental health and well-being and can affect in so many different areas of your life. So first, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about identifying these toxic behaviors. And so if you hear me say toxic family member, Again, you can interchange that with toxic friend. It's it's the same symptoms. It's the same effect. 
uh, whether we're talking about family members or friends. First thing I'd say is they just have no respect for boundaries. These are the people they will call you regardless of what you have going on in your life. They might call, hey, you know, Grant, how you doing today? Oh, I'm good. You know, I'm just here at an event, you know, with my son. Oh, well, let me tell you what happened, this and that. They just zoomed right past that bump that you tried to put up for them. Sure, it's up to us to truly set those boundaries. But again, individuals who have this toxic nature to them, it's not going to phase them one bit. Another one is lack of support and empathy. Again, these are the individuals, they're going to try to undermine everything that's going on. They're going to truly uh, try to make it about them. Everything ultimately gets redirected back to making them a priority. They might be dismissing your accomplishments, the growth that you're making, uh, the changes that you that you make in your life, ultimately just always trying to tell you, hey, this isn't right. This isn't enough. All these different things. These are some of the signs you have to look out for. Another one is constant criticism. They're always going to criticize your actions, your growth, ultimately just further dig you, you know, into a hole that is being dug by them. Once they start belittling your own choices, your own achievements, what are they doing? They're impacting you and your growth and your well-being. Now we have emotional and physical abuse. You just really have to be able to identify these are the people that I would say are the priority to truly start creating separation from. Because that physical abuse, that mental abuse, that is going to impact everything first in your life. And we could be talking verbal assaults. We could be talking physical aggression, threats, and all, again, all these things will have an impact on your well-being. The unhealthy dynamic and drama that they bring. We know these family members when they show up to an event because usually the air changes. And when I say that, they show up to an event, everybody starts looking around at each other and they're like, oh boy, look who just walked in. You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. You know, this is the person now that is going to start picking fights, is going to start teasing people, start demeaning other people, and ultimately try to make everything about them. And the last one are those who find joy in their manipulative behavior. They're going to be employing these tactics to manipulate and dominate others. And now we're getting into those who are guilt tripping, gaslighting, you know, making the situation, whatever it is about them, have you questioning your own sanity with how these things are, you know, developing. So it's important to first be able to identify a toxic family member. You know, I'd really say, think about those in your circle. You know, I will tell you when I think of individuals that I know personally who have a gambling problem, people can always try to BS you that they don't have a problem, whether it's a gambling problem, a drug problem, anything. They're always going to try to manipulate you that everything is fine. Why? Because they always want to seem like they have everything under control. We know better because what happens at different points, they're going to crash. And it's going to be very clear to you, yep, there it goes again. There was the rebound, gambling took over, you know, there was the alcohol took over, you know, there was them going back to a toxic relationship that they had. And again, that's another form of addiction, right? You have someone who is so intimately attached to a person 
and the two of them have the most unhealthy relationship. And at different points in the time you know them, they separate from the person and then they're back. They separate, they're back. And you know when they're back because it's like World War III again. So I will tell you, the reason I put this episode together is because not as much to identify, right? But identifying is, of course, where we always start with any problem, but it's really to figure out how we deal with it, right? Because we still have to live with these people, right? In some way, shape, or form. But I will tell you, the first step in dealing with a toxic family member is setting boundaries. And I will tell you, that is a skill that I have become much more effective at than in my younger years of my life. And it truly is about putting people in the box that they deserve. And you have to stay 100% committed to enforcing the barriers of that box because they don't want to be in that box. Let me out of the they want to have total control of you on their terms. For example, you might have someone that you know is going to call you for money to support their drug habit. Are they going to come out and say, hey, I need money to buy marijuana or I need money to buy alcohol or I need money to buy cocaine? No, they're not going to tell you that. They're going to call you. They're going to give you some off the wall excuse. And maybe in the beginning, it starts off just real innocent. Maybe bar $20 to the mall. Well, guess what? In the beginning, you might have an uh, over sympathetic you know, mindset towards them. You're like, oh, okay, no problem. Boom. But at some point, you're going to realize all you're doing is supporting those bad habits. But when you put those barriers in place, they start realizing every time they call you, it's just like, you know, the enemy coming to the fortified walls. They're hitting that wall. And it's up to you how strong you build that wall. And I'll tell you, that's one thing that I've become very effective at. And there are people in my family that they're aware of it, uh, either deliberately or some just by chance. But I'll tell you, that access, you have to limit it. You have to keep them in that box. And if there's growth, then it's up to you where you want to bring those barriers down to. If you see, you know, positive growth in that person, you know, maybe you see them changing some of their ways and you, you know, start relaxing yourself a little bit. But it's so important that the first thing that you do in dealing with toxic family members is setting those boundaries and keep them in that box. Focus on your self-care. That's going to be more or less important depending on the damage that's already been done due to that toxic family member. Some of us are dealing with toxic family members that they've been toxic, you know, our entire life. And so there's probably a lot of personal uh, recovery and personal self-discovery that needs to take place to get us to that, you know, healthy place in the relationship and also how we can properly identify when the person is being toxic and, you know, when to set those boundaries for the relationship. But that self-care is so important. And ask yourself, what do you do for self-care? Some people, it might be, hey, you know, I'm going to go into a quiet room. I'm going to turn on some jazz, some R&B, you know, just sit quiet, you know, listen, meditate, you know, go out by the beach, the pool, just go for a quiet walk somewhere. There's so many different ways, you know, how you're going to really 
get that self-care. A lot of the foundation on this channel is get professional help for those issues that you notice are really staying constant. If you've got something that is consistently bothering you and you're not seeing any growth in how you're managing it, this is where you really need to get professional help. Taking care of your physical and your mental health to really reinforce you know, your strength in dealing with these toxic individuals. Seek support. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. We can truly get a lot of our support just from our circle of friends if they're healthy. Those individuals, if you have someone that always makes you laugh, always makes you smile, it's a joy to be around, that is an absolute form of therapy. I'm not saying it's the only form, but I'm just saying it is a way to get thera- a therapeutic response to challenges that you're having in your life. And then, of course, there's therapists. You know, absolutely. There are also support groups and, you know, different hobbies, you know, so all of these things where you can come together with like-minded individuals again and really, you know, get some good fellowship. And that again, that fellowship can be through your place of worship. That support can come from a therapist and you also have help that you're able to get from close friends. Next I'd say is practice empathy. That is where you're going to have the skill to try to understand where these people are coming from. You know, if it's someone who's got, you know, an, you know, abusive nature, if someone who's dealing with any type of addiction, just try to understand what's, you know, what's the root cause and try to understand their thought process, because ultimately you don't want to just constantly be poking them in the eye with whatever their toxic nature is, but just try to understand because when we try to understand where people are coming from, I believe it truly helps us better deal and mitigate with some of the things that they're throwing our way. And probably the last step in dealing with a toxic family member, and this is going to, of course, all depend on the closeness of that family member, the importance that they play in your family. Again, we could be talking about a spouse. We could be talking about a brother, sister, mom, aunt, uncle, uh, mother-in-law, father-in-law, you know, or even a child. So again, I don't want you to think that I'm only talking about people who are distance away from our nucleus at home. It could involve any of them. So that last step is considering professional mediation. And if you think about it, many years ago, uh, they had the show Intervention. And it's an example of that where you have family members that are coming together and you're like, look, there is one person that really is driving a wedge through the family. Getting that outside support, you might need that mediator, right? To come in and really make it a safe space for everybody to share what they feel about the dynamic that's going on. And then hopefully you can get the toxic person to hear all sides independently, right? And really try to come up with a plan to help everyone. So as I said, think of those toxic family members that are in your circle. What does that look like for you? I will tell you what I've seen. I've absolutely seen the addiction and it's hit close to home in different ways for me many times. I'm happy to say that in most regards, being able to set those boundaries, right? Being able to identify when that toxic behavior is going on being able to identify when that person is attempting to gaslight me, 
it's really been effective in how I've controlled the situation now. I just, I just remember, you know, many, many years ago, not having that ability to identify that it was going on and looking back and was like, oh my goodness, the signs were there. I just wasn't educated to identify and pick up on them. I would say if you can only find enough strength to employ one technique that we talked about, I would tell you it's setting those boundaries because you have control over that person's access to you. You have control to answer that phone. You've got the control to respond to that text message or email. Again, it could be in the work environment. You've got control of going to that social event that you know that person is always at. And sometimes, guess what? You might need to take a break from family. If it's multiple family members and you've looked in the mirror, right, and had some self-discovery or conversations with others that, guess what? You're not the toxic family member, right? You might just need to fall back. Fall back and then focus on that self-care. Focus on getting that outside help, right? Because we have to take care of home first. There was a video I was watching and the individual was talking about what does a lifeguard do? What's a lifeguard's job? Well, a lifeguard's job is to be really the response, the first response for the swimmers on on the beach or in the pool. But understand what happens when you approach that swimmer and you go to grab and help them and they're going down, they're not listening to your commands and they're trying to bring you down. What do you do? Do you both drown? Absolutely not. You have to take care of yourself first. And every lifeguard understands what that means. So if that person doesn't want to follow the commands, and what we're talking about is they don't want to respect the boundaries. They don't want to stop any of the manipulative behavior, right? They want to continue bringing others down. They don't want to heed the outside support that you've tried to bring in. You Sometimes you have to let that person drown. You've got to fall back and realize they can't take me down with them. Setting those boundaries, if you do nothing else, understand the importance of that. Again, we're not just talking family members. We could be talking about coworkers. Uh, we could be talking about friends, any of these individuals that uh, could be negatively impacting your life because that toxic nature is just going to spread like a cancer. I don't want to downplay how children can also become toxic in your life. As our kids get older, you know, we, they start getting to adult age, those boundaries have to go up. And oftentimes I've seen so many examples of kids gaslighting their parents, kids remembering events that were not reality, you know, or as they get older, they really color in a story as an adult, but that story didn't really happen when they were a kid. You know, they've applied all these mature, well thought out ideas to something that was just one small perception at a very young age. So it's just important that we really try to look at what exactly happened. What was the dynamic? What was the circumstance? And I would say, sure, we should respect the fact 
that our kids or our spouse or one of our family members have an emotional response to something, but we don't have to subscribe to the toxic way of communicating about it. We don't have to allow it to bring us either back to an unhealthy space, right? Uh, And the other part is sometimes we've found peace in ourselves. We found growth in ourselves and others just want to bring you back to a different point in your life. You know, I thought it was so ironic. A friend of mine reached out to me the other day. There was a comment from someone watched one of my videos, a person who I don't communicate or a couple people who I don't communicate anymore. And they mentioned, you know, something to the effect, Hey, you know, you know, Grant, uh, you know, was, was cheating with his ex-wife or his ex-girlfriend, all these different things. And I'm thinking to myself, imagine that, you know, I have come to a place in my life where I've found a level of growth, a level of maturity and understanding But guess what people want to do? People don't want to let you grow. People don't want to allow you to be in a better space in your life. And those are the toxic people that guess what you do? You put those walls up and you don't let them affect you. I mean, sure, you can hear something and you can laugh about it and shake your head. And you're just like, you know, you're still in that dark place. You don't have to bring me back to your dark place, right? Because I've outgrown it. But there are just people who that's what they walk around in. You know, they walk around in misery and or trying to bring other people down. So don't let them dim your shine. You know, do your thing. Do the best that you can. Try to help others. Uh, and again, when you come across those toxic people, put those boundaries up. So as always on parental therapy, check the description. I'm going to have some uh, support links there for you. I would again encourage please subscribe to the channel, like, comment, let me know what you think. Share a story with me, you know, go in the comments, let me know, you know, about a toxic family member that you had that either you've been able to deal with, maybe you had to completely cut off, just any tips that you want to share, or maybe, you know, I said something in a recommendation that you don't agree with, you know, I would love to hear your feedback. So I hope today I was able to really touch on some interesting and some key points about toxic family members Again, thanks for spending time with me here on parental therapy and uh, look forward to the next episode.